Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. <laughs> and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK and joining us this week, we have March. Hello, hello. I'm back this week. Uh, enjoying the best weather ever. And it's been wonderful. Nice. Oh, and I'm in Canada, so that's why it's like really unseasonable and everyone's really happy and it's going to get real sad next week when we go back, back to normal. So, But everybody's really happy because you don't have to pay for heating anymore. <laughs> you know I'm saying? We're just emerging from our hibernation. All the, all us Canadians are emerging. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. You've got to do that hibernation thing, yeah. Yeah. You've got all yeah. a boot, that. <laughs> yeah. See what yeah. I did there? Oh. See what I did? <laughs> yes, man, what are you saying, Bubba? You good? Oh, sorry, Marge. No, that's okay. Man, I've Go noticed ahead. that. I've spoke to loads of Canadian people, and none of them have boot. ever said a boot or hoose or anything like that. Yeah, it's, exactly. Oh, man. That's just stereotypical shit from South Park, I think. Nah. And you it's don't real. all have those mouths that look like lids. You know, it's just all <laughs> just all lies from South Park. Shut down. Anyway, what are you saying, Bubble? Are you good? Hey, g'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the Sunkiss Land Down Under, a land of drop bears, note ropes, big spidery things, and whatever else. Um, yes, I'm awake. I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> um, running on fumes, but that's okay. Man, what was that made up animal you came up with last week? Well, oh, the quoll. There we go, the quoll. Yeah. It yeah. is not made up, my friend. Did you look it up? I no. told you look it up. No, I'm not falling you into your myths. A quoll. So Q-U-O-L-L. It sounds a, made um... up, don't it, Marge? Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. Oh. cute but vicious? It's, it's, it... it's, cu- <laughs> it's cute until it destroys all your chickens. It's like a koala, <laughs> isn't it? You know, it's cute, but it will give you chlamydia. Be careful. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Second reference to a sexually transmitted disease. We're only two minutes uh, in. Brilliant. Wow. <laughs> New record. <laughs> you know, we need some antibiotics up in here. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's well it's well known and they're endangered they're an endangered species but quolls are well known for um getting into chicken coops ripping the heads off chickens and then just leaving them like they, oh, nice. they they're, they're not Cute. really there to actually eat them they just <laughs> want to kill them so they just it's kill like, them for sport basically. pretty much yeah okay. nice what are you saying monkey when all these tangents are going on how are you you good <laughs> i'm fine we don't have quolls down here I'm glad, actually. Yeah, monkey down here in the southeast U.S. Though, yeah, doing good down here. Beautiful day today. Everybody's talking about it getting warmer, but today it's actually cooled off a little bit for us. So that's kind of really nice. Sweet, um, sharing the temperatures with everybody else today. Exactly. Y'all can have a little bit of the heat. We'll take a little bit less of it, and everybody's happy. Nice. Yeah. So, so there we have it. There's the intro. We've got a good show for you today, as we do. We're going to be talking about, obviously, we have the cannabis news. And we have, uh, for the first time, I don't think we've done this before, we're going to have one of our uh, roving reporters drop into the show during the cannabis news to update us on some stories later on. So keep an eye out for that. And it might be something we could do more often in the future if it works out well. So it's on you, roving reporter. You know who you are. Don't fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> no pressure there. No pressure, bro. <laughs> and, reporting live. I like it. Yeah, reporting live from location, not the location, just a location. Yeah, whatever right. location you happen to be in. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then we, for the grow guide today, we're going to be discussing the difference between indica and sativa, which in itself is quite a controversial topic. But we're going to try and cover it. We're going to cover the difference between what they look like when they're growing, you know, where they come from, uh, the alleged different effects that indica and sativa plants have, and just all kinds of things like that. Just a nice discussion about indica and sativa. So make sure you stay tuned for that as well later on in the grow guides. So then what are we smoking on? What are you smoking on, Bubble? Um, well, a bit of early morning rosin, actually. Um, but that's unusual. It's more of a continuance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something new today. <laughs> some new today. Cannabis. <laughs> it's morning rosin, though. That's the important thing. It's morning rosin. It is morning rosin. Yeah. No, I'm actually. Um, I've I've got a nice big joint of CBD here as well. So that's the Charlotte's Angel CBD, and I'm just about to tuck into some wedding cake. Nice in the in the rosin department. Nice. What are you got, Marge? Are you eating or are you smoking? What what's what's a little today? bit of both? Oh, you're going overboard today. Yeah, I am. I actually have a purple passion classic soda by Keith. Okay. Oh. A little bit of magic melon in my vape. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Noxie just arrived there. Quick shout out to Noxie. What's up, bro? Then we have Monkey Monkey. What are you smoking on, man? What you got? Well, heavy on the edibles this morning, of course. It's it's Sunday morning. I like to do that in the coffee again. But now I'm on, uh, got a little cream caramel from Sweet Seeds in the vape. Nice. Nice and easy, nice. like a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Marge, I have a soda stream. Now, yeah. with my soda stream, I can make mm-hmm. some cannabis beverages, can't I? I suppose Ooh. you could. I never thought I of have, that. I'm just, oh, I, I just thought about it then when we were talking about beverages before. I'm like, ah. You're going to have to make sure you get a soluble situation with your with your uh, extracts that went into the beverage. I don't know how to do this that. Is, Marge probably has a good information well, for that. You can make like cannabis powder that would be like water soluble. Well, I, mean, I don't think it's yeah. that hard. I've tried, I've, I haven't tried it yet, but it's on my list to do within the next month or so. I'm I'm sure with all my excess that I'm gonna have hanging around, I can work, I can use a little bit for experimentation. So, um, yeah, yeah, keep me posted because that would be really cool. I had a soda stream for a while because I love soda water, but I didn't find it made it like. Wow, who loves soda know? water? Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not make your own? But it wasn't. It was disappointing. So I returned it, and then somebody's just like, "You have to use like twice as much as they called for, like twice as much carbonation." Oh. Yeah, wow. no, you gotta, yeah. I, I didn't think of that, and I just returned. It. I was like, "This sucks." So. It's like, oh, you got to press the button until it makes a noise, and I'm like, "Ah, you, you got to press the button until it's screaming for help, and then it's ready." <laughs> that was I didn't go. I didn't take it to the to the limit. I guess. Like if, yeah, if you're if you're not fearing for your life because that thing's like <laughs> bursting at the seams, right. then then it's not ready. <laughs> yeah, I should probably try it again. And then now that you've given you know come up with this idea for cannabis drinks like that because uh, I, I mean you're coming into summer yes so i mean at least now i'm i'm going you know i can do like you know medicated hot chocolate and stuff but mm-hmm. i was thinking about that for summer i was thinking oh my god it's probably something i should get into have a little play around with yeah mm. yeah that's a great idea yeah man what the fuck not give it a shot and of Thank course start a thread over there on persysgrowing.com and also marge you got uh some new thing going on on bite me the the show about edibles right on your podcast that like everybody should be listening to uh, of course 
Find me the show about edibles, a widely acclaimed podcast about edibles. Surprise, nice. surprise. Widely acclaimed by myself, but that's it, neither here nor there. But I am trying to do <laughs> a little something for like a regular segment I'm trying. Um, and basically, I just would love if all of you would like to participate to have people let me know what their favorite weed slang term is. Because I don't know if you knew, there are over 200 different slang terms. You can look it up on we- on Wikipedia. And I'm sure that list is not the final list but there's like mm-hmm, 200 mm-hmm. different slang terms so if any of you want to let me know you can send me a voice message and then i can drop the audio right into a podcast episode nice and we might consider doing something like that as well in the future but we'd like to see how it goes with margie's first so uh <laughs> check sure. that out and get get some uploaded on margie's podcast so, so I dropped the link in the in the thing in the chat so you know i'm Sweet. hoping that my voicemail box will just be too full mm-hmm. by the end of this show. That's right, That'd everybody. Yeah. Billy Bonds, it's best if you didn't send anything, though, because we know what you like. <laughs> and it's, it's just not going to be cool. I would say that my show is like PG, <laughs> but it's not. So, you know what? Yeah. If Billy Bonds wants to send something, whether it actually makes it to air or not is another question. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. was going to say, don't say that, because his favorite, his favorite thing will just be like heavy breathing or something. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, my favorite thing is inhaling the cannabis heavily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just be getting a lot of voice messages going. Shh, shh, shh. Right. <laughs> my favorite word is socks. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah uh, Leo said, I like the voice message thing, Marge. Yeah, it's very cool, man. I've sent one to Marge as well. So it, make sure you tune into Marge's episodes. Yeah, it's funny too. Leo sent me a message via Speakpipe like a little like a little while ago just to be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And it was pretty great cuz cool. you see a lot of these people in the chat, but you never actually hear their voice. So, mm-hmm. kind of nice yeah. to put a, you know, a voice to the name. Yeah, man. So give that a shot everybody. Make sure you record a little message for Marge and she'll put it up on her yeah. show. Your it, favorite it, weed slang term, wacky tobacco, devil's lettuce, jazz cabbage, whatever it might be. Those are some jazz favorite, cabbage. Yeah. I like the piff. <laughs> The Piff. The Piff. Yeah, I've explained before. There's a movie from the UK called uh, Adulthood. Or is it Anotherhood? Anotherhood. Because there was these crappy movies back in the day called Kidulthood and Adulthood. It's just uh, some teen thing from the early 2000s. But they made a, a satirical version of those movies, and they called it Anotherhood. And it's funny, man. There's just good, funny characters in there. And at one point, spoiler alert, uh, one of the guys gets mugged, and the guy takes his weed off him. And as he's about to leave with this guy's weed, he's like, you know, if anybody looking for some weed, then let me know, because man's got the piff, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking funny shit. you got to check that movie out, everybody. It's funny. Mm. Yes, good times. So there we go. That's the intro. And I think it's uh, it's about time that we move on to the cannabis news and just hitting the mighty here to get a little bit high. Is there anything to add? Are we all good? We think we're ready? I think we're good. Yeah. So does anybody want to jump in and go first for the news? Is anybody is anybody <laughs> eagerly waiting to get their news out the way? Sure, let me go ahead and jump in there. Be excited and want to jump straight ahead. Uh, yay! This, yay! <laughs> somebody volunteers! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one, I, I, it came to me a little bit by some conversation on the forum, and when I actually found the article and read it, I thought it was worth talking about because it's not exactly as, as I thought when I read it on, on the site. 
Florida House Committee approves hemp production restriction bill that advocates say is flawed. Now, this came from Marijuana Moment, and it says lawmakers in a House committee on Wednesday approved a bill related to the regulation from hemp-derived products, but the sponsor acknowledged that the bill is st still a work in progress with a little over three weeks left in the spring legislative session. What they're talking about here is we've talked about Delta-8 and Delta-9 hemp-derived uh, cannabinoids this is mm -hmm. what uh, this is what they're talking about restricting on, on in this this uh, situation at first when i heard that florida was going to be restricting dose levels and things i immediately thought it were talking about medical cannabis but it's not this is the hemp derived over the counter stuff that that's still available in, in the deep south so um, of concern is the hemp industry and hemp entrepreneurs believe that they could go out of business if this is enacted because right, right now you've got a lot of these these producers and, and retailers that have a lot of stock in this material right now and they're trying to move it. This kind of stuff down here in the South is available in, at convenience stores, petrol stations, you name it, it's, it's everywhere. Smoke shops, oh. vape, vape shops, it's all over the place. But anyway, the legislation would dramatically reduce the amount of THC, the compound in plant associated with getting you high, uh, allowed in retail hemp-derived products. Now, hemp and marijuana come from the same species of plant, but hemp can't contain more than 0.3% THC as it's grown, the main psychoactive ingredient that provides the high when you ingest cannabis, according to the 19, 2018 Farm Bill. More than 20 states have enacted proposed hemp regulations over the past two years as a reaction to the spread and popularity of the legal product known as Delta-8, which, which has filled the shelves of convenience stores, smoke shops, and everything throughout the state. Uh, the sponsor of the, of the bill is a Manatee County Republican, Will Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I had to do that. I had to do that. Oh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's a Sony show. We got to do what we got to do. Yeah, you know? I, bet, I bet he's just, it's always been like that for him. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Will. Uh, Will, uh, Will Robinson. Is that Oh my God! Yeah, you know, and just everybody, and I, and everybody puts their arms out, and starts flailing their over arms. Over and, and over Danger again. Danger, Danger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. right, uh, little tangent there. Sorry about that. During the during the bill's first committee hearing in the House and Senate, the reaction was so negative from those who sell the hemp products on the bill uh, that proposed the THC limits that Robinson raised the THC levels in the amendment to follow. They're now set at five milligrams per serving or 50 milligrams per package. The Senate version remains much, much lower. See, now this, you got one, one part of the bill is going through the Senate, one's going through the House. We don't know who's going to win. But the Senate version is the one that they were talking about on Percy's this morning. The Senate version remains much lower with the per size serving at 0.5 milligrams per serving, not to exceed two milligrams in the package. Wow. Yeah. That's that's oh, kind of crazy. But nobody's getting lost or spaced on that. No, there's no way in the world. I mean, they're obviously trying to to completely remove the high out of the CBD here, and I have mixed feelings on that. Actually, it's just one of those things. But approximately two dozen hemp entrepreneurs who appeared before the House Agricultural and Natural Resources Appropriations Subcommittee said that those changes weren't nearly sufficient and would cripple the industry if enacted. Now, yeah, of course it's going to be crippling. I mean. Uh, we've heard Marge's stories about uh, how expensive uh, edibles are, legal ed edibles in Canada, and everybody pretty much goes to the gray market to find those. 
same situation here. Mm -hmm. If if I can only get two milligrams in a package, that's going to probably and and 0.5 milligrams per actual serving, that's going to raise the price of that. I mean, it's going to go sky high, crazy well, high. 0.5 think... per serving, that's like useless. <laughs> exactly. I know there's people out there with like really low tolerances and that's fine, but 0.5, come on. You know, yeah. yeah, I'm with you there. The five, the five is enough is low enough to me, but I, I, yeah. I'm kind of questioning myself whether or not they're trying to prevent these from getting in the hands of underage people, and, and that's oh, yeah. why they're reducing <laughs> the, the the level. I'm really not sure though. It's like but drinking the... Bud Light or something, isn't it? Oh, it's like <laughs> it's like drinking light Bud Light, super light Bud Light, you know, watered down Bud Light. But it's also crazy because we've talked a lot before on the show that. I mean, they're tr if they if they want to keep it out of the hands of minors, put it in a legal dispensary. Exactly, and, right? and the thing about this whole hemp derived uh, stuff like that—that's you know, again, if it was legalized and put through a legal dispensary, it would be tested and it would be ensured that it, the dosage was correct and it would be safe. Yeah, I don't know about all this logic that. and sense you guys are talking, man. You know, the politicians don't like that kind of thing. <laughs> no, this is Florida. I'm sorry. That's right. I'm but sorry, yeah, Florida. come on. <laughs> we got to think about Florida here, though. But no, you're right. Exactly. And I, and I thought that was crazy. Uh, this is I have a feeling um, in many other states down in the south that you're going to start seeing if this actually does work. I know that Louisiana and Texas are already looking at this legislation, thinking about ways that they can restrict because they're they're upset. And I see it down here in my state. Uh, the teens, it's very, very easy to get your hands on this stuff. It doesn't, mm -hmm. I mean, you can get you can get it, you can order it through the mail and it comes in. And right. this is this is the venue that they're trying to stop right here. And I don't know if this is a good approach or a bad approach. Like I said, I've got mixed feelings on this. I do feel like it should be an option if you want to do this. That's fine. I have no problem with that, but you should be of age to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. I don't know. Florida, we don't know what you're going to do here. Uh, obviously, they don't know what they're going to do because they've got two different versions of this bill and only three weeks to decide which one of them, if any of them, is going to pass. So we shall see. Crazy stuff, man. Yeah, interesting, man. Only in Florida. <laughs> only in Florida. As that the saying goes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. they, they want to be progressive. They want to protect the kids. And I get all of that. Absolutely get all of that. But I think that the, the industry... Uh, the people who are in this industry right now, you're going to absolutely cripple them. You're going to cut the, the legs right out from under them. Mm. I mean, did uh, you what? Go ahead. Did you see the article that was written about um, they gave somebody an acute, and I'm doing the finger thingies, acute dose of, of THC? Yes, did I did. You, did you see that? And it was like 25 milligrams. I'm sitting yep. over here going, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, but you had to read the you had to read the entire article though, because what that was was twenty five milligrams of refined THC with no other cannabinoids or or anything else with it was pure. Yeah, and and yeah. and because and what they were speculating was that at even at that dose that it, it became psychoactive and, and psychedelic, uh, because it didn't have anything else to counteract mm. the effects. So you, basically, it was a runaway dose. Mm. And I thought oh, that was interesting God. too, because I'm thinking like, man, I take more than that every morning. But yeah, I've also yeah. taken the CBD and every other minor cannabinoids that are in there too that help regulate the system. You know, the entourage effect. But right. At first, I was looking at it thinking, what kind of non-stoner have they got in there that and gone here, have a slight <laughs> dose, and we'll just oh. call it large. And then I'm like, 
well, maybe, maybe there's something else going on here. Hmm, and then yeah. when you read into it, hmm. that's what they, you know. Are you trying to, still... try to insinuate that the government have ulterior motives? Well, I mean, <laughs> the, it, it did sound a little odd there because, I mean, like Bubble said, you know, he talked about 25 milligrams. He vaped 25. At 10 milligrams, he vaped. Everything was pretty much normal. He got a little buzz and, and went about his day. But at 25 milligrams, was it like three days later he was able to write his report or something? Oh, like yeah. you got to say three days yeah. later he woke oh. up. Shit no, it was, yeah. it was just a ridiculous <laughs> amount of time. He couldn't cope with, with life for like days. Mm -hmm. he, was, he was stoned out of it for days. I'm thinking like, man, 25 milligrams? But I have to mm. trust that, you know, it's pure THC <laughs> with nothing else. So maybe that was, uh, like, who yeah. knows? Well, you do also have to remember if you're if you're ingesting 25 milligrams, for some people, that is a really hefty dose. Mm. Oh, just yeah. Depends. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't make me high for three days, but I know people that it would for sure. And mm. I know people like, you know, <clears throat> Bubble Hawk that could <laughs> <laughs> consume for what most people would be like a ridiculous amount of THC. So it's all about your biology. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, go, go hard or go home, Marge. Okay. <laughs> I said, I said, go, go hard or go home. <laughs> I guess so. That for some people, though, that's uh, at a much lower dose than what you can tolerate, Bubble Hawk. <laughs> yeah, please, 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 anyone listening, don't go out and do what I do. Like, no. it's not, it's yeah. not the smartest move. You know, Especially learn from Bubble Hawk's mistakes. Don't He's a do professional. It He's got years yeah, of experience doing this. <laughs> so we're clear. The usual advice is go low and go slow. Not fuck around and find out. And it's not even right. a joke with new with new uh new people out there. You know, by all means, yeah, take yeah. it easy and enjoy it, or else you're gonna have a bad experience. But it's like that police yeah. officer guy who uh, he found some edibles or something, took it back, and him and his wife ate it, and then they called up nine one one and was like, uh, "We ate some cannabis and we think, think we're, we're dead." dead. <laughs> <laughs> Time's moving really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> that's living forever on youtube now too like imagine that was you <laughs> oh no imagine that oh. that was your fucking weed experience oh. like, God, uh, for the entire world to enjoy you know <laughs> have you ever tried weed yeah this one time how was it but well, you know that video on youtube yeah, <laughs> that, that was me <laughs> <laughs> shit classic man yeah. but yes good story good luck florida i hope you get the right thing going it was, yeah um, Reject both them bills and tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, they want better. They they may need some kind of regulation, but these don't sound too great. You know, mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. haven't seen any regulation that is great yet, and that is kind of a, a decent segue into what is going on here in the UK. And oh. we all know how much I love this country. We have good news today, Maggie. Yeah, great news. Are you ready for the great news, everybody? <laughs> Does anybody have good news today? Because I, I don't, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't even look at that. There might not be any good news today, everybody. Okay? <laughs> Just bear that in mind as we make our way through this. <laughs> We're the bad news bears today. Right. So there is uh, a debate. In finger quotation marks, because that's not really what they do. But uh, the title of this, of this article here, and it's from the, the Parliament UK, it says MPs to debate the economic contribution of medical cannabis. And, you know, they already get a shitload of economical contributions into their bank accounts because of medical cannabis. But we won't get into that just yet. Just to add the insult to injury here, the debate is not only taking place by a load of corrupt, crooked motherfuckers 
who have friends who have cannabis companies and they're making a shitload of money. But this will also take place on Thursday, the 20th of April. Oh, bad form. Yep. In Westminster Hall, MPs will hold a debate on the economic contribution of medical cannabis. So it's not a huge article here. I just wanted to uh, make sure that everybody was aware that this shit was going on and how much they'd love to take the piss out of us. Says uh, the back, they're going to be discussing back ben- backbench business committee. Dave Mundell has put forward this debate. Watch the debate live on Parliament TV, and maybe we'll watch it. You know, because it probably starts at four twenty on four twenty. The wankers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm saying the cheek of these motherfuckers, man. Maybe it's on four twenty because they're like, yeah, medical marijuana is amazing. Yeah, it is for them because they're the ones getting paid off. That's <laughs> yeah. mine in their pockets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it. we love medical weed. It's been a great economic contribution to us, and we want to make sure that it stays that way. So we're not letting anybody else have it. it, it we can't have the economical contributions going to everybody now. That's not how it works here in the UK. Cheeky ass motherfuckers. Uh, the Backbench Business Committee meets on weekly on Tuesdays to consider requests for debates from any Backbench members of Parliament and any subject. The committee has to decide how to allocate the limited parliament, parliamentary time. It has its Deadpool. Yeah, so all the rest of the article is just a load of shit. Just telling us that the, the politicians here are having a debate on 420 to discuss cannabis legislation and shit. Now, this was slightly concerning uh, at one point because I'm like, uh, are they going to make changes to medical cannabis here in the UK? And then I just wanted to point out to everybody how often this happens and how much nothing is really ever done in this whole cannabis debacle we have here in the UK. On the 9th of October 2015, the House of Commons debates an e-petition calling on Parliament to make production, sale and use of cannabis legal. That was in 2015. You know, and this just took a couple of minutes for me to Google and find out these different dates when politicians have had debates about cannabis and nothing has come from it. So uh, that was on the 9th of October in 2015. Then the 23rd of March 2016, there was a debate on cannabis regulation to be debated in Parliament today. That's the 23rd of March 2016. Again, there was still way after two years after that debate before cannabis was made legal for medical use in the UK. The medical system is still fuckery. And then the 19th of June 2018, MPs were discussing cannabis, or at least some of them, most were absent. So this is another thing. When they have these debates, it is quite often that the MPs don't even have the decency to show up and discuss what is being discussed uh, in the parliament. They just stay at home and spend our fucking tax money, uh, the ridiculous amount of money that they get, and probably sit there smoking weed themselves, to be honest probably. So they don't even show up for that debate on the 9th of June, 2018. Then the 24th of June, 2021 UK debate failing drug laws and still nothing was fucking done. And now we're on uh, the 5th of November, 2021 MPs debate medical cannabis three years since legislation. Just in case you don't know, everybody it's 2023 now. So that's a quite a way past 2021 and it is definitely way, way past 2015. Now, I remember fucking a long time ago, there was, I'll say a long time ago, better be more accurate than that. It's got to be like uh, seven years ago, six or seven years ago, there was a huge petition that loads of people signed online. Like there was over 200,000 people who signed it saying that we wanted cannabis legalized here in the UK. 
a shitload of them. And it was taken, it was probably one of these debates here, it was taken to Parliament and the, and the politicians were supposed to discuss it and something was supposed to happen. But as usual, what they've done and what they're doing now is having these debates to make it seem as if they are actually doing something for us. And they're not. This is just a waste of their time. It's a waste of our time. Nothing will result from this. We're going to be left in the same position we was in the first place. There will be no changes to the cannabis laws in the UK. They are already doing fine. And the cannabis laws in the UK work for them. So they're not going to fucking change it. It's us down here who have to suffer. And they don't give a shit about us. So there's uh, other news as well. If our roaming reporter wants to come and jump in into the Zoom. The man with the hash. What are you saying, bro? Yes. Hello, Mr. Mackey, sir. Hello, good sir. Hello. Good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today and reporting with uh, some uh, shit news, really. Shit news, Billy. Well, no, not really. To be honest, I think this is good news. You might have some okay. good news, I think. This, this All right, then, Billy. This is good news. You was all ranting earlier about you only got bad news. This is something good. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that, that's like layered with sarcasm or not. You know? Like, only slight sarcasm. <laughs> right, okay. Only okay. slight sarcasm. Yeah, you got to um, lay it on really thick here, bro, because yeah. we're used to it, you know? We've got calluses. <laughs> so what are you saying, man? What's happening? Right, the Roving Reporter report was the fact that on Friday, I went to an event in Brighton put on by the United Patients Alliance. They're like a lobby group as such now on behalf of patients uh, working in Brighton and trying to talk to government officials and MPs. They've been backed by a few various people, including Caroline Lucas in a way. She likes what they're doing. Um, also, you had the internationally renowned Martins World there. Which was quite interesting because yeah, man, that's I, right. We saw I, some I, pictures as well. I got to meet him, so that was really cool to finally meet someone who's as famous as he is. Uh -huh. Nice, Martin's in the chat as well. So <laughs> and he's out there. Hi, Martin, in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically went to the event. The event was uh, obviously cannabis related. It was to advocate for medical use as such because they've got it. I'm saying we celebrate him because they helped try to lobby the government to get it. Um, mm -hmm. So they're just saying um, because of COVID, it sort of shut him down and various other things. He decided, Clark, who'd done it, he decided to put an the event to start him up again to try and put more pressure on the government. But for the right to grow and things like that, because obviously medical is available, but like it messes up people who are driving, your housing, you're still getting mm -hmm. issues with housing. There's loads, mm -hmm. it's, it's not just available if you get what I mean, even yeah. if you're paying for it, you're still in lots of trouble with the police in all and other issues all across the board. It's not, it's not been, it's, even though the medical side of things been done, this not, doesn't fit in any other laws or in any other way. So you're still basically a criminal, even mm -hmm. if you do have a prescription. Yeah. So the events there to promote that, but what the report really is about was they were allowed to vaporize within the venue. And vape THC cannabis. And vape all the cannabis you could consume or edibles because obviously there's no nothing wrong with edibles you can just eat them but the main thing was they had volcanoes and all that set up which people Ooh. could use wow um, this is in the uk this is in, in the UK, brighton in brighton thc in, cannabis THC and CBD. Cannabis, like yeah. did you have to be a medical user though is that's the, yeah. the technicality about it is you have to be a medical user like have a prescription obviously because and then that's what the vaporizing comes in about if you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so because okay. you've got a prescription, you're allowed to vaporize your medicine anywhere, including inside. And the venue, like, yeah, we're cool with abiding by the law. 
Um, so it's sort of like that type of issue. So mm -hmm. it was people were medical users were allowed to consume their medicine all together in like a little club. Of nice. such. The auditorium held about 200 altogether. Um, so people were sitting there smoking, well, vaping, sorry, right? That's old school smoking, but vaping. We was mm -hmm. all vaping our medicines um, whilst listening to talks. People were in the back room vaping and what, with all different stalls and things. So it was quite a success in the fact that people could just freely use cannabis medically all day long mm. with no issues. That's cool, man. Whatsoever. Oh, it's a step in the right direction. We so have it, something going on in the UK. A that's massive good. step in the right direction. So hopefully more vaping lounges are becoming. There are some mm -hmm. which are in the pipeline. So Sweet, the Rover Report has to report on something positive there, I think, for sure. Just yeah, because man. that is, I think, consuming THC in the But UK. then there's the the other thing with this doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might want to back out and let you rant about that one, mate. <laughs> You're not going to rant with me, but I'm willing to share. <laughs> if you want, if you want. It might but we'll just cover swary. it. Yeah, but because well, it's an absolute fucking piss take, is what it yeah. is, mate. It's it's okay. fast. I'll quickly read this uh, letter here, and this letter has been edited slightly to remove the names of people and companies because we don't want to get sued, you know. <laughs> but uh, dear all parents, uh, the doctor will be retiring from his pediatric practice in the UK at the end of July at which time he will no longer be registered as a practitioner with the GMC in the UK and no longer able to prescribe any medications for any patient. Now, you notice that I say paediatricians of his patients are children. Uh, we have been trying to arrange handover over the CBMP prescriptions to another doctor for at least a year now, but he has still not been able to obtain the CQC approval for the Cantorage Clinic after many months of waiting. If slash when he gets registered, we will happily pass on the records to someone to continue prescribing. Uh, and he has agreed to this. The interim, the only person that we know who is able to prescribe is a doctor at a cannabis clinic. Uh, we would recommend that it would be wise for all patients to contact a certain doctor at reg and register at a certain clinic in plenty of time so that prescriptions can be continuous. The only other option is to wean you off the medication, which your current mm -hmm. doctor can assist with over the next three months. We would also urge you to contact your MP and tell them the situation as they may be able to speed up the CQC approval for Cantorage. The, the current doctor has found it extremely gratifying to help your children, but the experience has not been without a huge amount of stress. Hopefully in the future we will hopefully in the future will be easier for the patients to access the help they need. Kind regards, someone. So yeah, I took out all the names and stuff, but essentially what's happening is the the only doctor who can prescribe THC, uh, well, cannabis oils to children with epilepsy is retiring because he's had enough of the fucking stress by the sound of it. So, and he was the only one. So there's another guy trying to get the license, but he's having difficulty getting that license. So it's looking quite possible that the children with epilepsy in the UK who use cannabis as a medicine will soon not be able to get their medicine. Is that so what's going on, Billy? A three-month notice to say in three months' time, your child's not going to have life-saving medicine and they're probably going to get really ill and possible death. 
Yeah. No, there's, there's some children are actually on end of life care under him. So imagine that. Wow. What a letter to get. It's like, fuck you. The government don't care. They hate you. Mm. That's what that letter says. And it's not just, you know, they hate you. They hate your kids, man. No, they it's... hate you and everyone. They like, When they say I hate you, it's like in big letters, you. And then that means everyone. That's just the, the you is just everyone. Whoever reads it, gets told about it, hears about it, feels the vibrations of it. That's you. Yeah. They have, they have not a care in the world. All this stuff over the C word, COVID, smoke. Smoke, everybody. Smoke. Smoke. But the Roving Reporter all, has betrayed you all. All that oh mentalist. All that mentalist stuff over that and they just over your health they just don't mm. care about your health just another tool of That's control it. they don't give a shit so, so bubble i was just gonna say how long so going back through your notes it was saying that though it's been since what 2018 since they legalized medicinal cannabis there mm-hmm. yeah and be five years this september one... So and you've only got one fucking doctor. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the moment, there's one doctor who can prescribe, and he's completely full. The one retiring is getting some guy take over, and he's only just been got given the okay for that. So one does take over that guy in July, but we don't know who this doctor is. How old he is? We know nothing about him. Once if he drops down dead from illness, or yeah, that's or, that's yeah, that's just taking the fucking piss, yeah. man. The, the the government just left every single parent under this current doctor that's retiring totally in the lurch. They could, with a swipe of a pen, completely change that. So any doctor... How many sleepless it. nights are these parents having now after every, they every, every received night. that fucking letter? There, and... There's no such thing as sleeping, Mackie. Absolutely. You see me even fucking putting messages at 4am in Discord and shit. Man, I just thought that was you being, you know, the, the night owl oh. that you are, oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ro- coming back from your prowling yeah, the streets, no, you know? and prowling the streets, stealing people's socks and shit, mate. You know no? what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> and then giving it back to them. Then when you finish yeah, with it, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah, hang Sick. it back on the line. Hang it back on the line, bro. That's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, nice image for everyone there. Go you know, that there you go. Be you careful what you're doing with your socks, sit, everybody. Sit. And not leave your socks out in plain sight for Billy around. Be, be yeah. careful when you're cutting that pillow tight. I may have swapped it. Um, but you know, in all seriousness, man, that, yeah, that in all shit seriousness, is fucked that, up. This man. is just some really like you have to make jokes about something else just to take your mind off it mm-hmm. before you start going mental. So, is there any sign of it changing anytime soon? Is there any hope? Yeah, if everyone goes to their government and strips them of all their rights and replaces them. That's about all the hope we've got. Unless we can get a couple of campaigns that really push it. A few things, which are, a few cases which are going through the courts at the minute could change things. So there's some hope, but we have a conservative Tory government, man. So the only hope is how much money they're going to get. Mm-hmm. So in a way that for they're already getting it. Yeah, but in a way, uh... they're discussing how much if they wide open that to everyone, not just... Right. That's all that medical discussion to be about. Well, we can make this much money from all these sick, dying children. We're not giving medicines. Fucking hell. So, but if we wide scope that to everyone and give it to the NHS, can we then pocket all the money from these new companies people are setting up? Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's why they're having all the, because I've, I've noticed over the last few weeks, there have been numerous companies who have been handed new licenses. Maybe yeah, it's all going to uh, other things. come together. Yeah, they're all crooked as fuck, man. There's Caroline in the chat. I hope you're well, Caroline. Yeah. Uh, we've been told a new doctor should take over for the 24th of July, but that's not 100%. It's absolute BS. Yeah, you must be going through shit right now, Caroline. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah, we wish we could do more. Maybe if we can we send emails and letters to our yeah, local you, MP and shit like that. Send an email letter to your MP, like obviously with your name and address, it has to be your local MP to say you must attend this event for these children. If not, it obviously proves you don't care about people's health, blah, blah, mm. blah. Mm -hmm. it, that's really so, the only way to get them. And if they don't attend, hold them to account, tell them you're going to hold them to account, write to the newspapers, put it on Twitter. So you'd never attend this event. You obviously don't care. Every time on Twitter, your local MP says something after that, take that into them. Every time they say, oh, I'll care for a local community. No, you don't. Bloom, you didn't even care about local children. F you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People's got to get on their case like that sort of thing. Humiliate them publicly. I think probably is maybe the way to go, that type of thing. Yeah. Is there anything, is there anything the we pocket. can do? Is there anything like we can do from outside of the UK to help you guys? Um, is there some some way we can sort of yeah you, you know because obviously you can you send know, us like, all like, like about a million pounds to take our government to court. <laughs> sure, <laughs> so, like, check so, tomorrow. So if anyone's out there got some spare change down the sofa, like yeah, right. <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> listening, just you might be stoned. Have a joint, nice you know? nice check. <laughs> that do with government, yeah. yeah Fuck the BBC, sort of Elon, yeah, yeah. Wink, well, wink, we like didn't no. say that YouTube. That was the road wing before, and no, that, that, that wasn't us. All right, all right. He's yeah. to blame for, for that. Oh. We we love the BBC. God damn! God damn! Probably deserves to like. You know what I mean? <laughs> we love the BBC, but it's you know just the uh the category. When you say BBC, websites. um <laughs> Not I'm the... confused by by what you mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you type that in Google, some different things can come up, mate. Oh, shit. Terrible. Anyway, thanks anyway, for dropping in for, and, and yeah, yeah, keeping us topped up with some news there, Billy. We appreciate and it. Not man. ranting too much. Yeah, yeah, we did well, I think. I think yes, we did well. I think it was we good. did well there, Mackie between. See, everybody hit that like button like it was Elon Musk hitting that reporter with facts. Yes, the there you go. Yeah, there, there we go, go, Billy. There Look at that. Go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. So get out of here, Billy, and we'll uh we'll move on to the next news article. Thanks again, man. Okay then. Speak soon, mate. Yeah, cheers, guys. And good luck. Bye. Hey, man, it's cool. That was Billy, everybody. He was well-behaved, wasn't he? Everybody, round of applause for, for Billy's good behaviour. Woohoo! Uh, yes. <laughs> That was very well behaved for Billy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's because it's close to his bedtime, you know. Ah, <laughs> he okay. likes to get up early before the sun comes up so he can go and get socks off his neighbours. <laughs> Yeah. So, so it's it's not it's not the garden gnome stealing socks it's just billy no that, that's just what that what they want you to think yeah so marge how is things going with you you want to cover your story next yeah sure i'd love to and i wish i could say it was good news because i usually try and bring the good news but not today the supreme oh. court says canada or sorry the supreme court Court says Quebec ban on homegrown pot plants is constitutional. Oh, geez. So is this, is this to do with Jesse? Yeah, sorry, you might get no, there. He was based in Manitoba. So in Canada, mm -hmm. there was only two provinces that banned the homegrown, and it was Manitoba and Quebec. Right. Everybody else could do homegrown, but those two provinces, for whatever reason, decided that they didn't want to allow that. And it says Quebec's ban on possessing and cultivating cannabis plants for pur personal purposes is constitutional. Canada's high court ruled on Friday. The constitution allows Quebec to implement the restrictions, which do not frustrate the purpose of the Federal Cannabis Act. The Supreme Court of cannabis, Canada said in a unanimous ruling, the federal law permits people to grow or own up to four cannabis plants at home. 
the provincial's, provincial acts, public health and security objectives and its pro prohibitions are to a large degree in harmony with the objections of the federal act or objectives of the federal act. And there is no basis for finding a conflict of purposes. Chief Justice Richard Wagner wrote for the court. Uh, Canada adopted the Cannabis Act in 2018, decriminalizing the recreational use of cannabis across the country. Quebec responded soon after with its own law prohibiting possession of cannabis plants with fines ranging from $250 to $750. And mm. so unfortunately, the Supreme Court has now decided that, you know, because somebody did take them to court just like Jesse did. I'm trying to see where that says in here. As right. I scan this, I read it earlier, but somebody did take a made an appeal to that to that ban. Um, an appeal brought by Janet Murray Hall, a Quebecer who had challenged the provincial ban successfully in 2019 before Quebec Superior Court, arguing that federal law should prevail over the provincial ban. But then they, obviously, I guess it was appeal. Took, they took it to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court held up the original ruling. So for the folks who are living in Quebec, that is. Not good news. I don't know what they're going to do now with that, but if you're living in that area, it is still illegal to grow your own at home, which well, I, I really think most stoners would, would, we would assume that we know why Quebec doesn't want people growing their own at home, but what is the real reason that they give that they don't want you to do home grow? Mold. <sighs> Risk of fire. I don't really know. It's no. a serious question, you know? Yeah, that's what they'll give us for serious answers. The <laughs> fact that it, it can cause mold in the house and damage the structure. That's one of the reasons which... Well, what uh, happens if you're growing it up in the yard, used. you know? <laughs> There's yeah, just too many questions. Because the children might smell it. An association representing Quebec rental property owners and managers said they were relieved with the ruling and called on the law to be rigorous, rigorously enforced in the province. The organization okay. noted that cultivating plants requires a high high levels of humidity that result in property damage and mold issues, leading to higher repair costs. But again, I don't. If I don't done know, wrong, yeah, I'll, I'd agree with that. Yeah. If done incorrectly, but I mean, shoot, I haven't had any mold damage. I've been growing for years, but I haven't. Uh, I have the proper equipment to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Right, but again, that also means that you can't grow outdoors, and a lot there's plenty of Canadians that. Just like to grow outdoors too in the summer. Yeah. The yeah. good thing is though they can still smoke and use cannabis recreationally, right? So it's not like smelling of weed is gonna attract any unwanted attention towards you. So at least there's that. It, yeah. But you know, it's still shit. You should still be able to grow your own plants. And there's something here that uh just caught my attention. You know, the federal law permits people to grow or own. So yeah. There's the difference between sure growing and owning. Is that just I bad? Don't know. Yeah, is it bad writing or is this actually in the law? And it's like, if you get found with cannabis plants, like I'm not growing cannabis, I just own them plants. Mm -hmm. Would would that work? <laughs> I don't know. But hmm. I mean, I I grow. If you're worried about mold and property damage, I grow orchids and and, and African violets and all kind of stuff indoors. I mean, yeah. which are probably just, yeah. high humidity flowers, right? Well, I mean. Orchids need humidity, so you put them you put them right. near water sources and things such as that and things. But I mean, I just it's so stupid if if this is their reasoning for for limiting people's uh, access to home grow is well, it might damage a rental property. That sounds like a like a, a landlord. I mean, that problem. was 
Yeah, it does. It does say here, this is what I was looking for earlier. The high court said Quebec's law is a valid use of its powers regarding subjects under under exclusive provincial jurisdiction. It's a lot of mm. big words there. So yeah, say yeah. not a lot, but property and civil rights and matters of a merely local or private nature. Wagner wrote that Quebec's marijuana legislation has a different approach compared with the federal law, but shares the same objectives to reduce the presence of criminal organizations in the cannabis market and restrict home grow marijuana. Uh, that's debatable that how effective that's been, but the court said the prohibitions under Quebec's law are meant to ensure the effectiveness of the state run cannabis monopoly, which is designed to prevent and reduce harm from marijuana by limiting consumers options. The provincial legislature was of the view that by contributing to the creation of a single market, the absolute prohibitions against possession and cultivation at home would serve to limit trafficking in cannabis from unauthorized sources. Because we all know with four cannabis plants, you're going to be providing the entire neighborhood. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Especially the ones bubble grows. God damn. <laughs> well, yeah. Is it a tap bubble day? Is that what this is? <laughs> It's like that every day. It's just you don't notice usually because maybe you just didn't sleep enough yesterday. You're a little touchy. That's all. But we'll calm down, bro. Calm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Running on fumes here, bro. You know, put right. some more fucking rosin in that coffee. What's wrong with you? <laughs> a little bit more, bit more rosin. I need to get myself some Vegemite on toast. Jeez. Jeez. I mean, I feel that this whole idea that they're going to, I don't know, reduce trafficking, which sounds like that's more of a concern with, you know, reducing the the illicit market i'm not really sure attacking the home grow is really going to have the effect that they're hoping for just they they yeah. never have an, any sort of clue what the fuck is going on do they no and most people growing like four weed plants they're not you know they're not dealers they're mm, not they're exactly. not the problem it's the illicit market still does exist despite a legal cannabis market here i mean they're saying they want to protect quebec's monopoly on weed on state-run cannabis, I mean that sounds like a reason for it right there, but it sucks. You I mean, hate to hear that, though, don't you? You know, we're yeah, gonna force you to buy yeah. our state-owned weed here. That's all you can have, right? You yeah, unless you be participating want you in the illicit market. I don't, I don't want no state scraggy crap on my own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you want state-grown mids? Or you want quality? What do you want? Yeah. You want some right. state swag? No, I definitely <laughs> do not. <laughs> I think you have a, a, a round file for that one, don't you? It probably shows you their state-grown weed, right, Bubble? It goes right in the can. Yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah. All I can say we is, Alexa, play Killing in the Name of. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if it worked, everybody. But, you know, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Grow your fucking plants, man. Don't let them tell you you can't. Fuck them. Right. Have you seen the video doing the rounds where the guy's chopping the tree down to that song and they've got the face on the tree and he's like cutting either side? Oh, yeah, the yeah. Tree splits uh -huh. either side. Yeah, seen that. Middle have have you seen yeah. when they were on the BBC? Have you seen that one? Random tangent, everybody. But uh, oh. the BBC had asked them, it was videoed and shit that was on TV. And the BBC says, When you do that song, could you not swear, please? And you know, it's warming <laughs> up and he's like, I won't do what you tell me. I won't do what you tell me. And then he kicks into it, you know, fuck you. And he's sticking his finger into the camera. Like, fuck you. And it's like, perfect, man. It's like, exactly. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. It's rage against the machine. Do you think they're going to listen to the BBC? Though we love you, BBC. 
Right. Can you can you imagine the scramble in the censor's office at that point too? Oh, They're like, oh, man. he's gonna do what we asked. Oh, yeah. oh no! But he did like the warm up to the chorus without swearing. Funny, yeah, funny. God damn! But yeah, epic tune. I hope that's playing for everybody out there who has Alexa. <laughs> but yeah, do you, what do you think they're gonna? Is there gonna be another vote or anything, Marjorie? Is this the end of it for now? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think it said what the next steps were. I mean, that was the Supreme Court of Canada, I believe. Was wow. the Supreme Court of Canada? Well, well what? Like, well, is that across the whole country with all the provinces? Yeah, if it was the Supreme Court of Canada. That just yeah, makes it, it legal. That makes it, doesn't it make it legal now for everybody to, in their own province, like, like Manitoba, does that cover Jesse's case as well now? Hmm. No, it would just be it just covers the Quebec ban. Okay, so Jesse yeah. still got a shot. I know he was thinking that if so. the Supreme Court would have allowed it in Quebec, that that would have been good for his case because he could have piggybacked off of that, mm. that mm. ruling. Yeah, but with this ruling, that doesn't. Damn. I don't know what that means for Jesse. That doesn't sound good to me. If no, like this if is... it goes to that, if it goes to the Supreme Court of Canada, or like he doesn't get the ruling that he wants from the provincial government, then. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Which is really ridiculous because like everybody else can do it. Why can't these two provinces? I oh, agree. Well. I mean, I, I can't explain it. Greed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stupidity and ignorance, man. Mm -hmm. It's an absolute fucking joke. Yeah. But good luck, yeah. Quebec. I hope you get that shit figured out. And the worst thing is, is there's other places in Canada, which is the same country, but allow it. You know, it's like what's going on with the states. At least in the UK, they're fucking all of us the same. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know, like Quebec is the province right next door to mine. And I can grow four plants, no problem. But you So if you lived like on the border, like, oh, look, there's the border to Quebec. Like, could you let friends plant? Like plants on the on the edge of your garden, just there on the edge of, <laughs> uh, of your. Somebody that lived in the next, like net in the pro in Ontario, why not? If they were wow. like, yeah, sure. grow four plants in my backyard. You know, I mean, you can see it from there, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's all good then. You got a long hose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, carry on. Yeah. No, they pass some kind of a law saying you can't water them from Quebec or something. You know like what I mean? That. Or you yeah. can't use water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking crooking motherfuckers. Anyway, one more news story from Bubble Hawk. What's going on, Bubble? What are you saying? Um, yeah, so the this one comes from The Guardian. Uh, so legalizing cannabis in Australia. How would it work? And is there a catch? So the last week or so, there's been a lot of chatter because the Greens are finally tabling their uh, legislation into Parliament. So which means that it will then go through all the processes and things like that. And, you know, who knows what happens from there. But the idea is that it's already, it's being tabled. So they've drafted it up and they've now put it out for public consultation. So uh, anyway, I'll go through this one. So uh, the Greens are about to introduce legislation into the parliament to legalise cannabis across the nation. Currently out for public consultation, the legislation, if passed, would allow for the regulation and sale of approved cannabis strains for recreational consumption in Australia, joining the handful of countries and US states that have already moved to legalise it. Uh, Green Senator David Shoebridge plans to introduce the bill to the Senate once the party has taken on board the results of that consultation. To get anywhere, the bill would need government support and Labor hasn't yet given any indication it would throw its weight behind the legislation. So what does that mean? Uh, and 
doesn't what does the cannabis well, blah, 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 sorry what does and doesn't the legalized cannabis bill allow uh, is it necessary or and will it be possible to visit an australian cafe for a brownie or a butt uh, so current laws now uh, in New South Wales, the maximum penalty of up to two years imprisonment or a fine of $2,000 for possession slash use. Uh, cannabis remains illegal, although police have discretion to issue a caution uh, up to two or a diversion notice if someone is in possession of less than 15 grams for personal use. Now, this is just a, the possession laws. So this doesn't count if you're growing. This is That's a, a completely different uh, kettle of fish. So Victoria, similar to New South Wales, still remains illegal. Uh, but police have discretion to issue a caution for anyone found with up to 50 grams for personal use. Uh, Queensland, by far the harshest. Maximum sentence of 15 years for possession. Wow. Police Just for weed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that so, from half-baked, you know, when they're, when they're eating the ice cream? And it's like, yeah. she's talking about her dad. He's like, yeah, he got nine work, nine years. Like, nine years for weed. He's got his mouth full of ice cream. And shit. Yeah. I love that scene. No, no, um, no, not just. Sorry, sorry, boy. No, you're right. I love right, that movie, right. you know. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, those, uh, Queen, Queensland's pretty harsh on it. Um, although I did cover a story not long ago uh, that they were changing some of these laws around a little bit. So some of this will carry weight. Some of it won't. Um, so obviously if you know, you're in this position and you get yourself stuck or caught or whatever, do not take this as legal advice, go and find and talk to somebody. Um, anyway, so Western Australia fines will range from 2000 to 20,000 and up to two years in prison for possession of up to 10 grams. Police can use discretion to order the person to a counseling session, one for adults, two for children. Uh, in South Australia, an adult can be fined if found to be in possession of use up to 100 grams for personal use or growing one plant without enhancement. Uh, above low-level possession, people can face fines of between 2,000 and 200,000 and between two and 25 years in jail. So obviously, if you're growing ridiculous amounts. So this is where, this is why I mentioned before, some of this is a little bit all over the place as far as possession and, and growing. So um, some of these accounting growing and things like that. So uh, if you're obviously, if you're growing commercial quantities, then you'd be looking at that 25 year and 200,000 limit somewhere up there. Um, Tasmania, the little Island uh, down the bottom there, maximum penalty of 7,950 and or two years in prison. Police have discretion for up to three cautions for possessing under 50 grams. Australian Capital Territory, or uh, where our main uh, federal government lies, as of January 2020, an adult can have up to 50 grams of dry material, 150 grams of wet material, and cultivate up to two plants for personal use. It still remains illegal to buy, sell, or gift cannabis, or smoke it in a public place, and drug driving laws still apply. Uh, the Northern Territory, adults in possession of up to 50 grams or two plants, no enhancement, can be fined $200, Larger penalties and or jail apply to possession in public place and cultivation in front of a child. Uh, medical cannabis with cultivation pres prescription. in front of a child. Yeah, so if you if you got kids and you're growing at home, that's wow. classed as cultivation in front of a kid. Um, huh. So medical cannabis with a prescription is available in Australia, but is heavily regulated by all the authorities and the Therapeutic Goods Administration, or the TGA. So... 
What does the Greens bill propose? Uh, the legalised cannabis bill would provide for registration of cannabis strains, uh, the regulation of cannabis and the establishment of a Cannabis Australia National Agency. There would be a national cannabis licensing scheme and a regulator which would oversee small-scale commercial growing operations and sales. The regulator, the Cannabis Australian National Agency, or CANA, clever that. Very smart, very uh, smart. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> would also act... Uh, would also act as the wholesaler between producers and retail outlets setting the wholesale price. Under the legislation, it would be legal to grow up to six plants at home and to sell through licensed cannabis cafes and dispensaries. It would be similar to the Canadian model where cannabis can be sold by both government-run dispensaries and licensed private sellers. So how would the Greens make the bill legal? It is a bit of a tricky one because under the constitution, the states have responsibility for criminal law. But the Greens think that once cannabis was legalised federally, the Commonwealth would have the power to create a, a national legal cannabis market. Hold on, we're the Commonwealth. We were in the Commonwealth for Hawk. Does that mean we? Can, <laughs> does that mean UK, bro? Uh, well, I mean, I'd love to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. Um, that's a good question. If somebody, if a country like Canada's legalised, if Australia legalised, would that make it easier to convince the UK government to? follow suit i mean you'd, you'd think so but, I mean, but I would that shoot. would mean logic and sense and that's not what Correct. our politicians do <laughs> no but sometimes they just want to be part of the, the gang they you'd be watching to too many movies. disney movies marge yeah <laughs> <laughs> i want to like, hold hands and sing tra -la, -la, la la everything's great I mean, like, but we want all those tax dollars too we don't yeah. want to miss out and they're like you know they're already I, taking them so <laughs> I honestly think that that's that is a lot to do with it. I think it's a lot of these countries are waiting to see what's going on as far as the money that's coming in um, and whether it's worth their time. Because, uh, I mean, when you look at, at the money they're making medicinally uh, and, and all of the licensing fees and, and things like that, that's where... I think it's whether it's worth them then legalizing it, knowing that a big proportion of what's on the medicinal market at this point isn't necessarily all medicinal users. So yes, that we always say that that's the case and we're all medicinal users in one form or another, which we are. However, by their guidelines, I would assume there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't be necessarily medicinal under that that umbrella and they're they're sort of just getting it because if they've got a prescription it gets them out of trouble if they get caught with it sort of thing which has been mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. of the big things but obviously the money that they're raking in through all of that um and all of the taxing and everything like that and the absorbent amount of fees that you're paying just to be able to say oh yes the government says i can have it that sort of that sort of money that's big money so plus the kickbacks that these companies are giving to the government and all that sort of thing, you know, you, you just don't know. So I think it's one of those trying to work out where they are in level of, of uh, whether it's going to be worth it financially for them, um, which well, is, you know, they can see that it's, it's worth it, but then also they've seen other countries do it and realize that the sky didn't fall in and were, they weren't like things didn't yeah. fall apart and you didn't have kids smoking weed in the schoolyard, like, you know, all the things yeah. that they said they were all worried about didn't actually Toast, happen. Toaster weed, all that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's been, it's been legal for pretty well the last three years down in Canberra. So nothing's really gone mm. on down there. And I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say it's legal, it's decriminalized. So 
to a point where right. you can grow a couple, you know, they're, they're not really caring too much about it, but they are still policing certain aspects of it. So, um, right. but when, okay, a, when so. a jurisdiction can see that they can like earn all this tax revenue and it's not really the big public health and safety issue that, you know, they think they're taking on, mm. how can they, how can uh, they not go ahead? well yeah i mean this is this is the thing it's the it makes i mean it makes sense to us but then you know yeah. what makes sense to us is usually nay nayed by most of the governments so i think that's right you know it, it is that they don't want to be seen as the ones that legalized it and then you know if shit does go wrong not that it will you know it's been proven time and time again it won't but you know it's been almost a hundred years now, so mm -hmm. it's at that point yeah. where I think they're they it's they'd have to come out and say that they were wrong, and yeah, not many governments are going to do that. Um, so anyway, a big part of the Greens Bill is the regulation of approved strains of cannabis, as well as who could grow and sell it. So that would give space. The Greens believe using elements of Section Fifty One of the constitution to pass federal legislation making certain cannabis varieties legal, which would be regulated by a Commonwealth agency. So in short, the Commonwealth can regulate the cultivation, licensing and sale of cannabis. And this includes all the ancillary machinery provisions needed to create a legal national market for cannabis. So once this occurs, all the state and territory laws, contrary to the legal use of cannabis under the Commonwealth laws, being that the current state criminal sanctions would cease to have effect. So once that once it would then be regulated and and legal on the the federal level, any state laws are then null and void, um, mm -hmm. as far as the legality of it. Um, so there are still concerns over the individual laws of possession within the states and who would enforce any of the Commonwealth laws. Uh, so the Greens see that legalisation is the first hurdle to cross with further difficulties to be worked out through a forum such as a national cabinet. Um, okay. <laughs> Why would any federal government go for it? Uh, Australians' attitudes to cannabis are changing. It is the most commonly used illicit drug with nearly 40% of over 14s in Australia having reported using it in their lifetime. Support for legalizing cannabis has continued to grow over the years as usage has increased and the drug has been legalized elsewhere. Also, the benefits and availability of medicinal marijuana have helped to remove stigma. Plus, there's the potential revenue. <laughs> this is where I think they're going to get them. The Greens believe there's a potential for at least $28 billion over nine years to be raised in tax revenue alone, and that is before taking into account the money saved on law enforcement and prosecutions. Wow. I think they're, they're probably short on that number. $28 billion over nine years is probably going to be a lot higher. Yeah, mm -hmm. that to, to me, that's conservative. I, yes. I would think that you're looking a lot more than that. Once you Once you start factoring in, that's just if they're saying, oh yeah, some flour and some oils, and that's what that's what we're talking about. You know, they're they're not really factored in. What about all the companies that want to do edibles? What about all the little cafes and things like that? And it's something you know that's all going to be taxed. And what about concentrates? All that's got to be taxed. It becomes more money and more money. So I think you know, and this was I covered this one too. Um, they did a they actually paid the the. They, the Greens paid for a parliamentary budget uh, inquiry into seeing how much it would make. And that $28 billion over nine years, that is at the lower tax rate. 
So if they decided to tax it a little bit more, you'd be looking more at 35 billion or more over that time period. And again, just in tax revenue from the sale of the product itself, not including the billions of dollars then saved on law enforcement, because we all know how much money goes into catching us degenerates with plants. Um, Anyway, so in order to pass through Parliament and become law, the legislation needs the support of government MPs, and that's unlikely to happen in the current political environment. You Plus, mean we all also... have politicians that are all a bunch of useless assholes? Correct. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> Plus there's also the issue outlined above of getting the states and territories on board to repeal local laws that criminalise possession and use. So the Canadian model, which the Greens legislation most closely represents, is also not without its problems. The academic director of the Lambert Initiative for Cannabinoid Therapeutics at the University of Sydney, Professor Ian McGregor, said that there had been a race to the bottom in terms of price after people began growing in bulk themselves while eschewing the more expensive product available in street fronts. Uh, McGregor said the issues had been seen in New York where there was a fuzziness around what was legal being sold and what was not, leading to a cultivation boom that produced a billion-dollar weed mountain. So there's also been an impact on the research world with a lot of companies put a stop to studies into the potential adverse effects of cannabis use because of a horse's bolted mentality. Uh, so what about in the meantime? Ca cannabidiol. More commonly referred to as CBD is another chemical found in cannabis, which does not get you high, <laughs> but may help with pain and anxiety and has already been approved for over-the-counter sale for pharmacies by the TGA. So far, however, no CBD products have been approved for sale in Australia, but that is expected quite soon. McGregor said he would imagine in the next year or so, we'll have over-the-counter CBD in pharmacies. A and year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. Things move slowly down here, all right? Uh, and then I think it's probably is just a matter of time that we have a whole array of CBD products as you can in the UK and USA and most European countries where CBD is completely demystified and you can pick it up the same way as you pick up your Nurofen or aspirin. Exactly. Or you could always move to the ACT. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's a lot in that. Um, so I'm sorry I rambled on for a bit. But it's look good and bad, really. Um, it's it's not quite bad. It's not quite good, is it? So, do you think uh, you know, the Greens going to get any luck? You think it's going to be legalized in Australia soon? Look, I mean, at at this point, the way in which the government's built, um, and the way in which you know the Greens have a have a little bit of power to get things across, this is probably the most apt time to do it if they if they're ever going to get it through now would be the time um you know they can kind of hold labor um you know to the sword a little bit there's labor's labor's been languishing around on a couple of other bills they've put forward that you know people are kind of not wanting to touch the 10 foot pole so if they want to get something through this might this there might be a way for them to just kind of slip this in the side door and go well hey you do this you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours sort of thing, which, as we know, that's how politics works. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, look, I mean, I'd, I'd love to say, yeah, definitely going to happen. Can't wait for it, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I'm kind of feeling more like it's it's something that this will at least open up a bit of discussion 
uh, and we and we may find it's something that kind of goes out for public consultation and we don't hear anything about it for the next couple of years and then it crops back up come you know like what the um, uk government does just has a debate every couple of years and be like look yeah we're talking about it it's pretty much yeah, yeah. I, I would i would assume that's kind of where we're going um which is sad uh, but it is the the reality of it down here is mm-hmm. we are so far behind everything else that you know, we, we can push, we can push, we can push um, now being the best time that we've ever had to be able to get this done. And people like us sitting in the background that have been following this all feeling pretty much the same way that, yeah, it'd be great if it happens, but don't count your chickens. Hmm. Oh. Well, with that, we're really close to 420. So let's, uh, <laughs> is there any forum news? There's Galandil won the 600 B spec from HLG by winning the rock, paper, scissors competition. He certainly uh, did. I'm doing lots of work on the forum with updating new sections, adding new sections, getting rid of old ones, moving old threads, just loads of the, you know, general work in the background, added some new bling as well. So bling for posts and, uh, bling for the first, second, third and fourth year anniversary if you've been over at Percy's for more than a year. So if you have, if you need any bling and you don't have it, then let me know and I'll make, I'll add it to your profile. Easy to do. Mm-hmm. To clarify bling, you think you should have and don't have not just because you want it. <laughs> yeah, True. Yeah. That's right. That's right. There's a lot bling of bling, bling I want, have. but I'm not getting it. <laughs> that's right. Sometimes you just feel like putting them all on my account and just being like, you know, King Jong-il. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just have them all. <laughs> Yeah, some of them are. If you look on Google, if you search for a Chinese military man with lots of medals, some guys it's like pretty much down his leg. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So, walking around like with an A frame on. Some good news, some bad news. Uh, um, But yeah, lots of work going on over at the forum. Don't forget to hit the like button. Anything else to add? I think that's everything, right? Yeah, you're pretty good. I think so. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's Cannabis News and Events. I just want to quickly remind you all before the episode is over that 420 approaches. It is on Thursday this week. So if you are free on Thursday this week, come and join us over on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash high on homegrown. We'll be doing a live stream there at 9 p.m. UK time. That is 4 p.m. Eastern time and 1 p.m. Pacific. So if you're free on Thursday, please come and join us for the live stream. Again, just go to youtube.com slash high on homegrown and you'll see the stream there on Thursday at those times. It would be awesome if you could be there because we're going to be giving away some grow lights and you don't want to miss it. And we'll be giving away seeds as well. Lots of prizes and it's going to be loads of fun. Just a chilled out stream. Lots of fun banter. Come and smoke a joint with us. Hit the bong with us. Do what you do with us. It'll be good to see you. So anyway, thank you as always for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate every single one of you guys. It would be great if you could share the show, of course, and it would be awesome if you could become a Patreon. Just head over to patreon.com slash Percy's Grow Room and you become a Patreon for as little as $4.20 a month. Very cheap and you'll get access to loads of cool interviews. But of course, again, no pressure. Just being here and listening to the show is plenty of support for us and we massively appreciate it. So have a good week, stay high and stay safe, and we'll see you on Wednesday for the interview and hopefully on Thursday for the live stream. 
Have a good week, everybody. Goodbye.